0: So this uh, evening talk, the nature of a Dhamma talk is it's not a lecture. It's presenting some ways of looking at experience. When it comes to us, ways of reviewing it. So it's an encouragement to, to listen, see what makes sense to you. Check it out. How does it sense. Hmm. Test it according to your own experience, the experience you're having right now There are certain common factors to that, aren't there? Everything happens when It happens, something receives it There's some kind of response that goes on We like it, we want more, we want less, we want comfortable, we want shifting We're always in this very active mode you know? Gently interacting with experiences as it happens. Yeah. It's associated, of course, with liking things and disliking things. Momentary well, flickers of discomfort or appreciation, enjoying something, or having to bear with it because it's not very comfortable, all well, that kind of thing goes on feeling. Feeling, 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 feeling Underneath uh, all our complexities of our ways of thinking and planning and organizing our lives Is feeling We want pleasant feeling We don't want unpleasant feeling Physical feeling and then there's also, we might say, emotional feeling Being comfortable, feeling happy in oneself Feeling life has a purpose to it so if you're bright, positive you don't want to feel useless <laughs> so these mental statements, mental actions give rise to the particular kinds of feeling naturally uh, it's going to be simplified the Buddha said, mostly in the world you're experiencing these, what are called the worldly winds. Success and failure. Social success, employment success, or failure. Winds are blowing, making mistakes, getting it wrong, failure, success, failure. Gaining and losing. Getting ahead, gaining something, losing yeah. praise. Appreciate it. Praised, appreciated, being blamed. <laughs> yeah. Acquiring status and losing it. These examples of the polarities that flow in the world. So, in very simple terms, so, you know, when I'm coming to the airport and standing in the uh, waiting in the delivery where the baggage package comes down the conveyor belt, in that state. We don't have the baggage. We haven't lost it either. It's just—is it going to happen or is it not going to happen? Waiting. Perhaps it's lost. Perhaps they sent it to Indonesia instead. Perhaps it's lost. Gone. And then, oh, it's my bag? Bag comes through. You feel happy for a moment. Then you pick it up. Oh, why is it so heavy? You feel unhappy. (laughs) <laughs> then I got my bag And you go to the customs They say, take everything out of your bag want to look at this You feel unhappy <laughs> And then they say, that's okay You put it all back together you feel happy I'm relieved, I've got through I Succeeded to get through the customs <laughs> It's like that, isn't it? Briefly yeah. mm-hmm. Life is these polarities yeah agreeable, what you want, that you don't want, succeeding, failing, making mistakes, feeling like you're an idiot, and getting succeeded, praise, giving a prize, success, got it right, that's comfortable, that's great. This thing going on? The world. And it just keeps like that, and don't find a place where it becomes steady or stable. Um. And in that flow, sometimes you just get tired of just all that <laughs> moving this way, that way, trying to get it right all the time because you don't want to get it wrong. Nobody wants that. What's your aim? I'd like to fail all the time. <laughs> Nobody wants that. But you, sometimes you can't even fail all the time. <laughs> you occasionally get things right. <laughs> so you can't even rely upon failure. <laughs> Everything is changing. What? Where am I? Where am I going? What's the point? Uh, we look at our societies and we say, "Yeah, we're, we're progressing. Definitely progressing." You know, there's more air conditioning. Very nice. Keep the body cool. Air conditioning. Very nice. And travel. have you know, to get on a boat. You get zip across. Another country, in a plane—definitely progress. When you get sick, there's some medicine. You shoot a needle in your arm, and you get vaccinated and healthy. Great, definitely progressing. And then you look at the other side of it. <laughs> yeah. overpopulation, too many people. Oh dear. And all this pollution. Oh dear. And all those. Planes we're riding around the world in, in destroying the atmosphere. Oh dear. the air conditioning's great, but it's causing the air conditioning is causing the atmosphere to heat up. Oh dear, that's not so good, is it? So so you're trying to. Try and find a way to ethical living. So I say, okay, in ethical living, let's see, I'd live more ethically. Stop eating meat, because meat production, very extravagant use of the Earth's resources, you know, killing all these animals, and all the gas coming out of the animals' bodies, and waste polluting everything. So just eating vegetables instead. Okay, vegetables. You have to plow all the fields up so all the worms get killed. And you spray all the vegetables so the insects get killed. (laughs) And then you have to transport the vegetables in some kind of vehicle that then causes more problems. Oh dear. It just goes like this, doesn't it? Success, progress, progress, decline, progress, decline. Something's progressing, something's getting. Broken up. So the idea that you realize the idea that we can progress itself is a little bit of a, a wrong view. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you, every progress is also a decline in some other respect. Get, one balances out on the other. So if you have a lot of uh, Security, then you don't have so much freedom. Freedom is to be what you want, do what you want, but then it gets chaotic. Everybody just does what they want it becomes chaotic. So let's get it all properly established, control. Then people feel we we want more freedom. We feel too constricted. It's safe, but it's boring. It's repressive. We want our freedom, we want our rights free speech in free speech people tell lies (laughs) so you see a country like America where free speech is just everything is just lies, all the media are telling lies, it's no problem there's nothing if you want to be the President of the United States there's no law that says you can't lie so you can run an entire campaign on complete lies And that's okay, because it's freedom. Hmm. Wait, no freedom of speech? That sounds bad. (laughs) Freedom of speech is bad too. (laughs) So, where's the progress? The ideal progress is balance where you maintain awareness over your actions. Maintain awareness of your actions, cause and effect. What you can say, what you can manage to have have some awareness of, what you can find balance in. Recognising that if you do Find oh, that sense of balance in yourself, then it doesn't, it's got no, it doesn't feel like anything. It's the ending of feeling. When real life feeling, which is quite natural experience, you all feel things, everything that you feel, it's got a certain push to it. Pleasure pushes you one way, Pain pushes you another way. Is that right? Anybody like pain? No. <laughs> right. But does it happen? yeah Don't get pushed. Pleasure? We get pleasure too. Everybody like pleasure? Enjoy pleasure? Yeah? Is there enough of it? No. <laughs> so, we, hung, we get hungry for more of it. And to last so pleasure and pain both difficult experiences so feeling pushes never satisfies so you say well what can you do about that you have to feel things you so say yes you do but there's also what people don't recognize as something doesn't feel anything it's just about balance and if we find this quality, which is just about balance You notice balance Balance means there's no pushing one way or another right? So if you, if you Stand in balance, you realize Oh, there's that There's the left side, there's the right side and This is where There's no pushing or pulling It's quite calm and that quality itself doesn't have a feeling to it you could say you feel it as a kind of open space and it's probably the most important thing because everything else is pushing you one way or another and, and uh, see it as we rocking and when it's rocking around, it's very difficult to make proper judgments because every judgement is affected by feeling, every judgement is affected by self interest. Search mm-hmm. for dislike of pleasure, uh, of displeasure, and it's us. You find this balance, and the quality of balance, as mm-hmm. you settle into it, is that it can. Spread over the feeling, and instead of the mind following the feeling, the mind stays with the balance. You notice then feeling arises, moves, passes on. So this is so we get sensitive, this is where the world ends. The world that ends is the world of praise and blame. The world of succeeding and failing. The world of having status and prestige and losing it. That's where it ends. That's uh but it's also a place you can, you know, the world ends. You can you can rest there. It's not nothing. It's just there's not there's no pushing of the world, world pushing. And this is definitely a place to become familiar with. So, I notice this in my own experience when you come to a, a devoted Buddhist country or a Buddhist place or a Buddhist center, and the people lift you up, look at you with respect, look after you, they help you. in Britain, you go to a Buddhist monastery and lift up, and you go down the street and you go down. Because <laughs> 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 if you're Sure, a train or a bus. People aren't it's <laughs> just some other, some silly old man. <laughs> so you go down, you come to Morrissey and you go up, and <laughs> then you go down again. <laughs> and you think, oh, that was that was the end of that was the end of, of 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 press of the status just ended, and now you've got another status. Yeah. And so you go through, so you go to the. Uh, Immigration. You go to immigration in America. we come to immigration. Here. What are you doing? I come to spread peace. Is oh. <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> going to work? Well, not really. How much does it cost? It doesn't cost anything. <laughs> you know, so okay. Thank, thank. Move on. You know. As <laughs> you go down. Because you're you a suspect, is it? Because if you don't have any money and you're wearing strange robes, you must be suspicious. So the the they always pat me. It's like a welcoming ceremony when I come to America. <laughs> <laughs> <They were unpacked. laughs> what have you got under here? I mean, I open my robes up and find out what you got. We've got a bomb or something there. there, there so it's kind of I like treated it as a sort of a welcoming ceremony <laughs> makes me feel better about it <laughs> but whatever it is you know you can say it's welcoming or it's it's a, it's a search but then you just put your mind into okay this is just contact sensations feelings some people experiencing something what's it going to do with me Let's see you find that way in which you're not being affected by what, how people see you what people, what people make of you yeah. It's their business to make something but within you stay steady because you realize even praise is a problem yeah. Flames aren't very pleasant but praise is also a problem yeah. What's the problem with praise? It lifts you up. You yeah. catch hold of it. You get excited, and, uh, and then you lose your balance. You start to get egotistical, and then, sometime later, somebody criticises you. Fall down again. So they don't pick it up. Well, and then you know you kind of, uh, of course, in Buddhist meditation circles, of uh, praise and blame is rather more subtle. I say, well, you know, are you a stream intro? or are you a non-returner, or you're yeah. a <laughs> Failed. And <laughs> <laughs> um, this other monk, he's definitely a stream intro. He's definitely uh, anagami. He's only been a monk 15 years, he's an anagami, he's a non-returner, so, who's, 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 the, who's the best monk? Who's the best meditation teacher? You know, any anagamis, any, any non-returners, so, well, my teacher's are an anagami, non-returner. Well, so what? My teacher's an anagami. <laughs> So these things, you know, these labels become problems. It's best not to be anything. <laughs> so that's what the poor child said. He said, I just don't, I don't, any of it, it's useful. You, know, you need to know when there's any suffering, any stress, any grasping, any claiming. or well, you need to claim yourself as being anything Or Why do you need to claim anything? Of what we want in our lives? And <coughs> mm. I sense uh, is uh, because in the Buddhist presentation, it's an eightfold path, and you have these uh, uh, polarities of uh, two extremes you know, annihilation, materialism repressing the senses getting involved with the senses that's a very good that's the first thing that Buddha said really he said, you know, if you follow repressing the senses this is painful, ignoble and doesn't get you very far if you follow indulging in the senses, following in the senses feeding on the senses this is ignoble doesn't get you very far. In the middle way, the Tathagata, yeah. is different. So, this is the dance. This is the Tathagata knows this is pleasure, yeah. this is pain. And not overwhelmed, doesn't let pleasure or pain take over. That's the difference. Buddhas experience pleasure and pain. But it doesn't take over their awareness Their awareness is not restricted by it When pleasure comes in, they don't grab it When pain comes in, they don't fight it They don't grab it they Feel it, let it pass through So the target that never loses balance <clears throat> this is, So this is what our teacher is uh, Presenting as the model, yeah. so you, when you begin to just really review all the statements and wish what one wishes for, you yeah. want to be a yeah. naraht, you want to be a stream intro you want to be a you know, good meditator. What are you actually looking for? Yeah. What are you looking for? I like to know that I'm succeeding. So, I like to know that I'm on the right path and I'm succeeding. Not that I've spent 20 years or so that I haven't got anywhere at all. I spent 20 years meditation and I've got nowhere. I'm a complete failure. I'd like to know that after 20 years of meditation, I've got somewhere I've arrived at a state I am something I've got these signs and limiters realizations that proves I've got somewhere and I feel good some teacher comes along and says all that, that's all delusion all those signs and imitators are just—it's a distortion of perception. It's all a delusion. A total pretensioner, a worldling. You haven't got anywhere. Crash, failure. I don't want that. So to really be sure, what are you looking for? <laughs> when you come down to it, when you escape from that rocking. Success and failure, and praising and blaming You want to become something solid And the Buddha said, this is, this is the wrong view This is a path that goes beyond Succeeding and failing It's a path of empty, letting go And that may sound like nothing But actually it means supreme balance Because if you take up any position yeah. They even have to deal with the contradictions of it. Mm. Take up any position, somebody's going to challenge it. Maybe you've got it wrong. Mm. So is it, which is the best kind of Buddhism? Mm. Theravada is the best kind of Buddhism. That's uh, pure. Well, what about Pure Land Buddhism? That's even purer. <laughs> 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 Who's the purest? <laughs> or is that just a delusion? What about <laughs> Zen, empty, wordless Buddhism? Yeah. So you see, this kind of what are we looking for? I want to feel I'm right, not, not on the wrong path, i on the right path. Yeah. I feel I'm succeeding. And say, no, it's, uh, that's not the way it goes because your mind is disturbing the attachment to a subtle kind of present feeling. Oh. And as you understand feeling, push your feeling, the way it pushes you, you don't want to support anything that keeps dependent upon feeling. So you let know, that sense of mind is floating. Not taking up a position, one way or another. This is the essence of what we're trying to refer. So we could say it's quite natural, but like anything else, like uh, you know, if you want to stand up, you couldn't do that when you were nine months old. It took it took some practice to get it right. Now if you want to stand on your head, you can do that. It takes a bit of practice to get the balance. So once you get there, it was very steady. And yet it takes practice to get to that balanced state where things are just held in points. It's like an inner quality of tuning in. And this is the example, um, the, the Buddha, in talking about um, developing sati-mindfulness, he spoke a couple of times, particularly on the theme of uh, mindfulness as, as that which holds balance, because it it uh, there it can, it can sustain this sense of balance. And he so said, take one image, if you an image of a person who has a particular task. All they have to do is put a bowl of oil on their head. This bowl of oil is full to the brim. And says, so Now you, somebody's going to stand behind you with a sword. Now you walk. And if you drop, spill any oil, it cuts your head off. Right. Now, as you walk through, you're going to walk through a crowd of people. They're on the side of you. And right in front of you, they're going to get a, a girl to do some dancing. So, do you think he'd be looking at the crowd? Do you think he'd be looking at the girl? <laughs> do you think he'd not notice them? Because if he didn't notice, he might walk into the crowd. So he's aware of them, and yet, he's not. his attention isn't going out, it's collected, See out the sense of awareness, and yet, you realize the important thing is the excitement of the crowd, the excitement of the dancing, the attraction of that, or the don't like the noise of the crowd you can't follow the feeling as you follow the feeling, your head comes off right? so this is you can do it you can Sense contact is happening. You can sense it. Feelings there. You don't follow it. He said, "This is this is, a, this is one example of proper establishment of mindfulness." Now the effects of this. He gave another example. The effects of finding balance. So just take another example, you imagine you have a couple of acrobats who work as a team. One acrobat's a large man, the other, other acrobat is a little girl, they work as a team. So what happens is the big man, he walks on a pole, long like a horizontal pole, he walks on his pole, the little girl, he has a, another pole balanced on his shoulder, and she st- sits on the end of this pole. So he's, she's balancing on top of him, and he's balancing on top of the pole. So have to be like that. So this is going to be tricky, because there's a whole crowd of people watching us. Yeah. We're, going to be frightened. we're going to lose our balance, we're going to fall over. So he says, look, I'll I'll, I'll keep an eye on you to make sure you're okay, and you keep your eye on me to make sure I'm okay and she says, no, no, no that's not the way to do it I'll maintain my balance you maintain your balance (laughs) and that way, by looking after ourselves keeping our own balance we'll act together as a team we'll act together if I'm balanced, and you're balanced, and we're together, everything is in harmony and We can do our trick, get down from the pole and collect our fee. This is an example of how the sense of balance is not just purely self-centered and uh, it's something that if you maintain your own balance then it encourages other people to also find their balance when people are balanced themselves, they're naturally living in harmony with each other so he says, you maintain your balance I'll maintain my balance how then should we regard other people? we're not Telling them what to do, guiding them to be this way or that way, what is our relationship with other people? Buddha says is certain things. First thing, no harming, no no harm, no harsh instinct, no harsh responses. You're in balance. That doesn't happen. Second thing, patience. You balance you're patience with others. Because the sense of the pressure of success and failure doesn't mean anything. So you're just patient. Person's late, she you doesn't know, turn up on time, you get angry, and that would not make anything any better. <laughs> you get upset, you complain, but that would just make things worse. Well, you can think. I want to save myself the problem of all that. and Just maintain my balance. Yeah. And what helps? Then I deliberately. So this is the time to cultivate patience. <coughs> the balanced person knows knows what they can do and what they can't do. Yeah. <coughs> Third so quality, loving-kindness Non-aversion You can feel the sense of aversion or irritation and we can relax it A balanced person knows the qualities of ill will and impatience and aversion Make them lose balance So they relinquish you No room for that And certainly We look at the life of the Buddha and the Arahants, often they were accused and blamed and even physically attacked, but they never had any aversion because it's finished. Somebody's blaming themselves, he's blaming. That's his problem. (laughs) Don't pick it up. He often recommended to his disciples, he said if somebody's praising the Tathagata, you should not get excited, you're just saying, oh, the person's telling the truth. And if they criticize and blame the Tathagata, you should not get upset, hmm. the person's making a mistake. See mean? Then the tide of favoring and disliking doesn't wash over, and you maintain that. And therefore, naturally, there's a quality of Heart openness, aversion doesn't take over when aversion doesn't take over the mind over the heart it naturally has a loving, embracing quality to it Fourth, another quality that arises is called sympathy or empathy it means you really understand how people suffer and you're aware of that. You're sensitive to that. You have a sense of compassion yeah. for that. Mm. And this also is a sense in which you're not um, judging people. Mm. There was some somebody mentioning they had a lampoleum interview ever met Nampolium was a very, very peaceful monk, a quiet, peaceful monk. He was the abbot, he's the abbot of Walpole. somebody was saying this this monk was kind of coming up to Lampolium, he was kind of criticizing and blaming and you know this, you know, now we do this on time and person Person sick. <laughs> sick in the head. <laughs> so not only wasn't he kind of averse to it He was also thinking Oh, the poor man's suffering yeah. So he's seeing somebody getting angry with him He wasn't concerned about it He was just concerned the person's welfare Because <laughs> he's not moving He's not moving He's not resisting blame Or following He's just not moving When the mind's not moving in that respect, mm-hmm. oh, how are you? Mm-hmm. And so this is the, <laughs> and if we, just if we imagine if we can fulfil this, what the results of that are? This is progress in human, human terms. This is progress. And so, if you're know, ever trying to sense, sometimes I sometimes get these questions how can I make my brother behave himself? How can I make my sister better than she is? How can I make my mother some other way? How can I stop my father being like this? And I think, how can you stop suffering over other people? <laughs> is the question. <laughs> You can't make anybody into anything (laughs) But if you cultivate Homelessness, patience, loving-kindness and sympathy They can can sense that For those who can listen Pick it up This is where we get the, the quality called equanimity Equanimity is sense in the mind that's open, sensitive, sympathetic, you know, some things you can do, some things you can't do. Some things are pleasant, some things are unpleasant. Sometimes things succeed, sometimes things fail. Some things break down, some things grow, the mind stays steady. You know, this is the theme, guiding our practice. Place in the middle of the world where the world ends. You don't have to run far to get to the end of the world. You have to stop running to get to the end of the world. <laughs> so, this for your reflection this evening.